It's game day. And this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we kick off a huge weekend of league football across the country Dundee United Hearts, Hibs Livy and Motherwell Dundee Are your top flight offerings at 3 o'clock And tomorrow, the small matter of Rangers against Celtic Who will land the first head-to-head blow? Will midweek's European exploits take their toll? Are there players who play in the fixture for the last time With the window closing on Tuesday? Lots of questions And it all starts right here in the company of Gordon DL, Alex Ray and Mark Wilson Well another top weekend ahead And the main event Gordon may be tomorrow But plenty of action to come before then At Easter Road we've got top v bottom Motherwell versus Dundee Graham Alexander looking to build on a positive result Last week and for me game of the day at Tanadise Dundee United who are going well this season Against high flying hearts Looking forward to that one Yeah lots to talk about in the show this afternoon Gordon obviously um, Two teams from Scotland through To the group stages on Thursday Two teams out unfortunately Uh, And we've got a good card on this afternoon As Mark said there are a lot of good interesting games Uh, Fir Park, Easter Road, Tanadice and Fir Hill So plenty of football yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Gordon. There's some uh, great football over the course of the next couple of days. For me, Dundee United Hearts is standout, but some real important games, even though it's so early in the season. Scottish football never really rests. It's always busy, Mark Wilson, but it's dawned on me that the last couple of days and, and heading into tomorrow, it is off the scale. We've had Celtic and Rangers go through in Europe, Aberdeen and St Johnston crash out. Then the draw's made, so we're looking forward to the next stage of the Europa League. The transfer window's bubbling away nicely, and Rangers meet Celtic tomorrow. There could yeah. not be more happening if we tried. Well, it's what we love. I mean, after quite a busy summer with the Euros, we had that little lull where Scotland crashed out, and we had a couple of weeks to, um, you know, gather our thoughts again. But we're right back in at the deep end here. You know, pre-season is well and truly forgot about now. We're into the thick of it. European football's coming thick and fast. The big game's coming tomorrow. And like you said there, Gordon, transfer window slams shut on Tuesday. There will be plenty of activity, I'm sure, over the next couple of days. And uh, just the early game down the road, if you're going out to a game this afternoon, rest assured you can't possibly be as bad as Arsenal. 4-0 mm. down at Man City, down to 10 men, still 15 <sighs> minutes to play if you're keeping an eye. On that one But forget that wee league We've got loads going on Up here like I said Three huge games In the Premiership today Three big games In the top flight tomorrow We've got featured games In the Championship There's fascinating ones In League 1 and League 2 as well So strap yourselves in We're here until 6 o'clock And of course later on It'll be over to you To have your say On the open line as well You can stay in touch All throughout the afternoon At Clyde SSB Just get in touch Tell us how good a job we're doing That's the way it usually works uh, On a Saturday afternoon Not many disagreements To be had in here Let's Start by going Around the grounds then Shall we Where to begin Um, Go on then Mark Wilson You've given it the big build up You've called it game of the day Yeah I'm not so sure We'll wait and see Dundee United (laughs) against Harps At Tanadice David Freel No pressure David Game of the day says I think it's definitely a contender for game of the day and it has this little subplot or big subplot with Robbie Nielsen returning to Tanadice as Hearts manager. I could be wrong, it's glorious weather, the sun's shining but I don't think Robbie's going to get the warmest welcome from the home fans today. He was a man that took United back to the Premiership April 2020, two months later he walked out for an emotional return to Tynecastle and it clearly didn't go down well at the time. 
Robbie's back. Tanadice, he'll be trying to ignore any ill feeling from the stands and focusing on winning a really, really big game. For me, for, for guys of a certain vintage, this was always one of the best Scottish top flight fixtures. Dundee versus Hearts, it was thrills and spills. But strangely, looking back, it's been over five years since the club's last met in league duty. That was in February 2016. United won 2-1. Paul Payton scored an absolute screamer that day. And Tam Courts, the United boss now, would definitely accept the same. As you say, Gordon, they've got six points out of nine. They've beaten Rangers and St Johnson in their last two league outings and come into it you know, in, with a lot of confidence. They're missing the band, Peter Pollitt. He got sent off against St Johnson last week with a red card. And Tam Coates brings in 18-year-old Chris Mockery as his replacement. So United will line up in their usual 4-4-2 formation. Trevor Carson continues for Benji Segrist. The latest update is it's, it might only be a couple of months for Segrist, but that's obviously a blow with the transfer window closing soon. And everybody assumed United would would sell him. So Carson in goals are back for Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Charlie McGrew and Jamie Robson. Across the middle, Chris Mockery, Dylan Levitt, Giandol Fuchs, Adrian Sporla and Nicky Clark and Mark McNulty up front. Subs for United, Newman, Connolly, Reynolds, Hottie, Butcher, Harks and Watson. For Hearts, they've got seven points from three games. A really good start in the return to the Premiership but Robin Wilson has made one change from the draw with Aberdeen last week. Ben Woodburn, when ben Woodburn sorry, arrived on loan from Liverpool last week. A real coup and he starts in place of Josh Janelli. He was once Liverpool's youngest scorer at 17, and he wants to, to kick-start his career. He's also a Wales international, so it's a really big signing for Hearts, and he will start on the right of a front three. I think it's going to be a 4-3-3, sorry, 3-4-3 formation. Craig Gordon in goals, John Suter, Craig Halkett, and Alex Cochran at the back, Michael Smith, Benny Beningamy, Peter Haring, and Andy Halliday, friend of the show, and across the middle with Woodburn, Liam Boyce, and Gary McKay-Steven against his former club up top. And Stuart Walker, Mickenith, Nanjali, Janelli, Pollock and Taylor Moore, who also arrived from Bristol City on loan this, this week, will be on the bench. And the referee at Tanadice is Greg Aitken. Looking around, uh, we maybe can't find a transfer that gets the same headlines as a certain one down south, David Friel. But I feel like some of our clubs that at the top end of the table are, are starting to do pieces of business that look on the face of it impressive. Ben Woodburn to Hearts. We saw Aberdeen bringing in Matty Longstaff and maybe David Bates to follow. Um, so it seems like... Some of these clubs are giving it a good go and I believe hopes are high for Ben Woodburn at Tynecastle. Yeah, and, and it's not surprising. I mean, he was on the bench for Liverpool a couple of weeks ago against Norwich and I think at that stage, Robin Nielsen probably feared he wasn't going to get him. But he's got a great pedigree. He also worked under Stephen Gerrard down in, in the, the Liverpool 23s as well. He comes just looking to reignite his career and I think it's the same for Matty Longstaff. You know, I remember him scoring the goal against Man United a couple of years ago and these guys clearly see Scottish football, if you look at the, the likes of James Madison and others who have come up in loan and really, really done well and they've kicked on when they went back down. So I think it's great for our game. You're getting really talented boys in, and I think Ben Woodburn, as I said, I think it's a real coup for Hearts to get him. Just watching this Man City Arsenal game, Kieran Tierney took a real sore one a moment or two ago. He played on, he's now back off getting treatment again just in time for the international break. So hopefully uh, he comes through that one. So that was David Friel looking ahead to Dundee United against Hearts. Let's hear from... The Dundee United head coach Thomas Courts. For me again, it's just following the process, mate, making sure that again we, we go through a process that the players can uh, tap into, they can buy into and believe in. And, and I think we're doing that. There's a there's a consistency to our approach. The players feel clear when they're going out on a, on a match day. They know what's expected of them. And again, the fans being back in gives them that extra bit of motivation. So again, th this Saturday proves to be. I think it will prove to be a, a really exciting game for for, for both teams. Hearts will want to maintain that unbeaten run. We, we're certainly targeting the three points. It's going to be a big crowd at Tannadice. It's our first three o'clock Saturday kickoff. So, uh, again, it feels like normal football is resuming, and I think it'll be a really good spectacle at the weekend. See if we are going to flip flop between Tam and Thomas. I yes. think maybe we should start calling you Alexander. 
What are you going to go for that? Yeah, absolutely. Alexander Ray, Marcus Wilson, and I, like I don't know what you're short for. Tam Thomas, call him what you like. Keep it polite. Dundee United against Hearts. David Fields keeping an eye on that one. At Tanadice, Roger Hanna phoned and oh what a panic the traffic yeah. trying to get into Motherwell. It's the place to be. Everyone wants to be there on a sunny day. Did you make it safe and sound? Yes, one here with its sun-kissed fur park, and as your local boys know, Gordon, there's only two things being spoken about in Motherwell at the moment. Gordon Dale's golf handicap and Graham Alexander's signing spree. Um, there were plenty left for Park in the summer and now 11 players have been added to this Mullerwood squad. The former Rangers and St Johnson midfielder Sean Goss signed a two-year deal through the week. He's on the bench today and Mullerwood have also agreed a deal with Norwegian club Mjorn Dallin for defender Sondre Solheim Johansson a 26-year-old who's due to arrive here I think, in the next few days and could be involved after the international break. Things are looking up. Motherwell got the first league win in the season at Livingston last week after that home defeat here to Hibs and a hard-fought draw at St Johnson and that League Cup elimination against today's opponents Dundee which saw some away fans jeering Graham Alexander at the final whistle. He's hoping for better today and he does have the luxury of an unchanged team. Liam Kelly in goal in the week of his first or his latest Scotland call-up, perhaps a cap for him in the forthcoming World Cup triple header. Um, we think he'll start with a back three, although they flipped between a three and a four last week. Beavis McGabby, Johanny Oyala and Ricky Lamy all there. Then Liam Grimshaw, the match winner last week. Marco Hara, Callum Slattery and Jake Cardle across the middle with Kane Woolery, Tony Watt and Justin Amalazar up front. On the bench it's Fox, Maguire, Von Venn. McGinley, Donnelly, Goss and Shields as for the Dundee well, they're now preparing for a League Cup quarter final against the holder St Johnson but they're still waiting for their first win in the return to the top flight a couple of 2-2 home draws with St Mirren and Hibs either side of that 6-0 beating at Celtic Park the other week James McPeak he's been busy in the transfer market and hopes to be busier again before it, the window shuts on Tuesday evening he's desperate to get a deal pushed through for his friend his former teammate Lee Griffiths from Celtic only one change for the DTD Christy Elliott at right back misses out completely Cammy Kerr comes back into the team so it's Adam Legsdens in goal Cammy Kerr, Lee Ashcroft, Liam Fontaine and Jordan McGee across the back Sean Byrne, Max Anderson and Charlie Adam in midfield and up top Paul McMullen, Jason Cummings and Luke McCowan that means Paul McGowan who came off the bench to equalise against Hibs last week let's stay in the bench it's McGowan, Lawler, Sweeney, McDade, Robertson, Panther and Sheridan the referee is Willie Collum and it would be remiss of me not to discuss this first part playing surface it has been manicured like Gordon Dale's putting green it's a thing of beauty if you can't play in this time to give up and I wonder Roger Hanna you're talking about Graham Alexander's shopping spree the next time we see Dundee in action will Lee Griffiths be in the ranks? Uh, I think there's a really good chance that Lee Griffiths will be in the ranks I think there's a um, there's a willingness on both sides for this deal to be done. Uh, I think the player is quite keen as well. He's a close friend of James McPake, former teammate of Dundee's number two, Dave McKay as well, back in Livingston days. Um, he knows Dundee as a club. Um, he knows Gordon Strachan up there, of course, who's a sporting director or sporting advisor. I think at Dundee, so there are a lot of pluses in the deal. And if the finances can work out in the next 72 hours, you could find he's a Dundee player I thought there was going to be a joke in there about Gordon Strachan going to be in the right place to facilitate the deal act as the middle man it's not your style is it? absolutely not <laughs> we'll leave it there Roger Hanna looking ahead to Motherwell up against Dundee let's hear from Graham Alexander the progress will continue you know, and we'll have setbacks and little knockbacks now and then um, without a shadow of a doubt but uh, over the course of the season we know this group of players will certainly improve 
they'll get to know each other better they'll know the, the way we want to play better and they'll get fitter and um, the, the, the challenge for us is to have a consistent run of performances and wins and results um, and we want to uh, repay our, our low support with, with wins it makes everyone feel better I think it's been a, a great week for everyone connected with Motherwell after getting our first win last week uh, we're looking to have a, another positive week or two in front of us but we have to work exceptionally hard to, to beat a Dundee team and it is Dundee number two Dave Mackay on media duty head of this one it's a team that we expect to be there thereabouts in the league um, but teams that we're fighting against Rangers and Celtic etc it's they're, they're different games they're bonuses if you get stuff from them but like St Marrowell as, as we've seen a couple of weeks ago here a, a tough opposition it's a tough game but it's one that we're more than capable of winning and hopefully we can get our, our league season off with a, with a win we've got a couple of points on the board but it's, it is important to turn those draws into victories and hopefully that starts on Saturday yeah we know if we, we play our potential then we can beat most teams in this league and, and Marrowell's no different I think if we go there and play to the same standard, the quality and the energy that we did here two weeks ago then, then we can win that game as well Hopefully we'll speak to Fraser Wishart very soon He's looking ahead to Hibs against Livingston But let's go into the Championship Our featured match in that division Is it for Hill Partick Thistle taking on Morton And Andrew McLean is keeping an eye on that one yeah, perfect day for a game of football here at Far Hill for this championship clash. Both teams, I think, will be relatively happy with their starts to the season. The Jags winning their opening two championship matches after being promoted last season. But they did lose 3-1 away to Arbroath last time out, which is never an easy place to go. It was a tough night as well for young Loney. Harry Stone in goal there. He has been dropped for this one in favour of Jamie Sneddon. They do have a good few out today as well for this one. Ian McCall having to go a bit makeshift in defence to make up for it. While there are some youth players making up the bench too. And it's been a bit of a mixed bag for Gus McPherson's Morton in the league so far a win a draw and a loss for them in their opening three but some positive signs in there for sure they could be happy after drawing with the Fairman and a win away to Hamilton too and the fans are liking it as well they've sold out their away allocation for this one today they were initially given 500 tickets they sold that out and were given an extra 200 so should be a good atmosphere inside Far Hill today. As for team news, as I said, Jamie Sneddon comes in in goal for Partick Thistle. Uh, Shea Gordon, the makeshift right back for them today, alongside Kevin Holt, Olatunji, Akinola and Richard Foster in defence. The midfield four, Kyle Turner, Ross Doherty, Stuart Bannigan and Scott Tiffany with Zach Rudden and Brian Graham up top. The substitutes, Stone, Smith, Murray, McKeever, Stanway, Stevenson and Hasty. As for Morton, it's Jack Hamilton in goal for them in the back four. Michael Ledger, Bl- Brian McLean, Alan Lithgow and Lewis Strapp. A diamond in midfield with Kyle Jacobs, Cameron Blues, Gary Oliver and Lewis McGregor and the two up top Mark Russell and Gozi Uglu. the substitutes for them today Gallagher, King, Wiley Eastdale, Hines Lyon and Muirhead So looking forward to that one in the Championship that's our featured game Thistle Morton other big games of well across that division Kilmarnock Inverness of course that would have been a top flight fixture not too long ago I'll tell you what let's take the breather early and that way hopefully we can return speak to Fraser Wishart ahead of Hibs against Livingston and we'll take a look back at some of the week's biggest talking points next no shortage of them Action as it happens and your reaction from five on the open line this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's been a roller coaster week in Europe for all the teams involved particularly Rangers and Celtic and they play tomorrow so when we take a look at the week's biggest talking points in the near future I can imagine those will feature heavily We do have one more ground to visit this afternoon though Hibs against Livingston looks like an absolute cracker and Fraser Wishart has the teams I do, Gordon, and uh, you said roller coaster, roller coaster day for me. Two and a half hours to get from the south side of Glasgow to Easter Roads. I hope the game is less frantic than my journey. 
I can hear you all laughing. Goodness me. My own company for two and a half hours, Daz. Can you imagine that? Well, wow. no, I um, can imagine that. But I, <laughs> you could have been stuck with me. That could be worse. Jesus, the only thing worse than being on your own is worse is stuck with Gordon DL. But anyway, um, in particular, I think Hibs are playing some good football at the moment and it's top v bottom. Gordon and Hibs will want to stay top going into the international break and continue their good start to the season other than the, the European tie against Rijeka away when they crumbled after sending off of Darren McGregor. It's been pretty much as Jack Ross would have wanted. Plenty of good attacking football, lots of goals. Boyle, McGuinness of course in the goals and of course the much soft sought after Kevin Nisbet has been scoring as well. He's recovered from illness to lead the line. Good news for Hibs fans and for Stevie Clark with three big games coming up. Living on the other hand, no points from their three league games. A bit of a changed team taking time to settle but it's not good when you add the end of last season. Of course remember I think something like 12 or 13 games unbeaten after David Martindale took over, but then after that really poor run with only a couple of wins in the last 16 or 17 league games, and you had those league games this year, and it's a pretty poor run all round for Livy. Still early season, but the longer that losing run goes, the more difficult it is to get out, and I think David Martindale will actually be very happy if they even got a point today. So an exciting 90 minutes are ahead for him. Still no dodges, long-term injury. Newell was warming up in front of me, but just doing some training. He doesn't make it either. Matt Macy is in goals. Paul McGinn. Ryan Portes, Darren McGregor and Josh Doig at the back. Across the middle, Martin Boyle, Kel McGuinness, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Jamie Murphy with James Scott and Kevin Nisbet as the strikers. Kevin Dabrowski, Daniel Mackay, Lewis Stevenson, Alec Gogic, Scott Allen, Dre Wright and Jordan Campbell on the bench. For Livingston, Matty Stryak is in goals. Nicky Devlin, Ayo Obalaye, Jack Fitzwater and James Penrice at the back. With three in midfield, Jason Holt, Ben Williamson and Andrew Shinney with Odin Bailey, Bruce Anderson and Alan Forrest as the three forwards. Daniel Barden, Sean Kelly, Jackson Longridge, Keegan Jacobs, Craig Sibold, Harry Panatoyu and Jack Hamilton are the substitutes and the referee today at Sunny Easter Road is Mr Stephen McLean. Yes, looking ahead to that one very much. Hibs against Livingston, Motherwell, Dundee, Dundee United, Hearts. That's our three top flight games. Uh, we've given you some featured matches down the divisions as well. Right, at this stage on a Saturday, we get all the mics open, all the guys in the studio involved and we debate some of the week's biggest talking points. There's a few that are linked. Roger Hanna, you have to really go from Thursday night Underwhelming performances But ultimately success Getting through the draw In the Europa League And then Rangers and Celtic Meeting each other tomorrow Yeah it's been quite a week We've spoken the show on Tuesday night We're all desperate for all four teams To get through And um, St Johnson and Aberdeen Exited really with a bit of a whimper They both deserve to lose their games At home Those are outclassed by continental opposition The good news is though That despite a Celtic defeat Now a sort of insipid Rangers performance In a nil-nil in Armenia They're both through and, and the draws are quite exciting I see the fixtures put out this morning Rangers starting at home to Lyon Moussa Belly back in Glasgow Celtic starting away to Real Betis All the way back to Seville Memories of 2003 So it's going to be A highly exciting autumn in Europe for both halves of the Old Firm and it doesn't get any more exciting than tomorrow at high noon a first Old Firm game for Ange Postecoglou and he'll still be unclear who's going to be in the other dugout Gordon uh, and as for tomorrow then Mark Wilson Alex Ray you've played in these fixtures I think they're always important how important is this one? excuse me so far Aye, that's right. I'm talking about the kind of opposite sides. You like to sit as a nice neutral middleman at the moment. I thought you just mentioned <laughs> his rage in there. His face just dropped. Me. That's Stop. fine. You want to pick your side? Are you a big Rangers man this afternoon? All right, the picture. Ah, I didn't no, think so. No, All right, that's neutral. fine. I'll go Mr. So neutral. You just settle down over there. I'll bring you in when you're needed. Is it you and me going to back it? Are you talking about the game tomorrow, Gordon? Yes. Uh, listen, it's massive. I, I said yesterday they're must-win because of the ramifications of uh, what did them lose. You know, uh, both teams 
I'll be looking to go into the international break with uh, all three points because what it does is it ramps up the pressure on the, the other team uh, and you've got a couple of weeks of people calling up columnists and so forth so it's, it's a massive game even though we're only one month into the, the season Mark Wilson Thursday night was a success that you can't you can't forget yeah. that both of our sides got to the Europa League group but what I noticed on the show last night is it if anything it's led to people saying well yeah they might have got through but Celtic can't defend and, and that's going to play a big part tomorrow and yeah they might have got through but Rangers struggled against 10 men from Armenia and, and that's going to play a part tomorrow yeah. what do you read into those suggestions well I, I think both are right um, I think that's what makes that a fascinating encounter you know going into this game so much has changed since last season and particularly Celtic I mean Rangers are are much the same they've added one or two um, maybe haven't hit the ground running and Steven Gerrard would probably be looking for more from his signings but the majority of the squad's the same Celtic are totally transformed and you know are really kind of trying to build on something and it looks good at the minute but Sunday tomorrow will be their biggest test uh, against the champions um, and there's no doubt Celtic have Serious question mark Still at the back you, you can see that I think they are stronger In the goalkeeping department We all know Joe Hart Made a hash of that On Thursday night But he pulled off Some terrific saves And he looks like a goalkeeper Who Will make crucial saves In big games So that's a plus point But there are still holes In there And there are still Question marks And I would Say Rangers are Exactly the same I would say The Rangers backline In terms of Goldson uh, Balligan when he played um, Barisic has, hasn't hit the heights They aren't firing on all cylinders either So that's why tomorrow's is fascinating I think both teams are more than capable Of scoring goals Celtic going forward look terrific um, Rangers have obviously Got Morelos if he plays And they've got plenty of firepower as well So I think we're in for uh, a game with plenty of goals I think the teams will be fascinating Gordon I think that'll be the key mm -hmm. thing Would Will Kent be back from injury uh, Will Kemar Roof play a part Because as as uh, Mark said there I think defensively both are a bit shaky Rangers have created numerous chances Over the course of the two games against Alishkirk uh, And uh, when you look at that They just haven't been uh, as clinical as mm. they were last year Right then you can be the referee How mm. How valid are the concerns About Celtic's back line is there a worry over Carl Starfeld or does he just need time? Well, time will tell tomorrow, but I'm not particularly worried. If you look back that Thursday night, it's two individual mistakes, right? Joe Hart, Starfeld. Two individual. You can work all day in training till you're blue in the face and that's individual mistakes. That comes from the players taking mm -hmm. the responsibility and obviously making the mistake. You look at Celtic defensively, I know that people say, oh, they look open, they look weak. They played against a good side away from home and defended in the second half. Yeah, they rode their luck. Of course they did, because you do that in football. I thought it was a good defensive performance, Gordon. So I don't, I'm not as negative of Celtic's defence, to be quite honest with you. You flip the other one, you look at Rangers. The aim was to get through. How many chances, Alex just said it there and he's right, how many chances did they create they didn't put the ball in the back of the net? So I'm not against as well, they couldn't beat a 10-man team. They created chance, my really should have had a hat-trick. You know, they created chance after chance. So I would rather sit in the fence here against these two and say, I think it's positive skin into tomorrow, rather than saying, oh, Celtic are weak at the back, Rangers couldn't beat a 10-man team. They created hundreds of chances. Celtic defended brilliantly in the second half. The aim was to get into the, the group stages. Job done. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Mr. Positive. He's a ray of sunshine, you this like guy. That? 
Good to be around Yeah, 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 yeah uh, it Brings up the room Yeah but listen You can't uh, Obviously the objective Was to get through Gordon And that has to be the main Because you look at both groups It's exciting You know we've got mm. European football coming for, for both sets of fans But you can't Go away from Rangers Missed chances And Celtic's uh, yeah. Defensive frailties The big thing tomorrow though, That I'm looking for The fans I mean we, we watched These games last year You were Daz was there And you you know Terrible. It's obviously a marked Difference in it You just wonder How the players then React to that oh, You obviously think That they will relish it Now I know there's no Celtic fans in there But going out tomorrow 50,000 fans In the stadium The noise The colour It just adds so much To this fixture That we missed last year Fraser we There can't be a fixture In world football In which the psychology of it Gets analysed The way that this one does What do you read into That side of things Generally over Recent years The team that does win The first Old Firm game Goes on to win the title Whether they're linked In any way Or whether that's a coincidence Or not We don't really know um, So you always hear Phrases like Marker how, how much do you buy into that And again There's a few other strands there Because It is in front of a full Ibrooks. You've heard all the The questions about Rangers handling that What does Celtic do And of course Rangers are now champions They're the ones that are there To be shot at And, and Celtic are the chasing pack If you like it's one of these ones where, at the moment, I think neither sets of supporters will begin with 100% confidence because you know you'd expect Rangers as champions and at home in front of 50,000 supporters, the fans to be saying, "Yeah, we're going to run over the top of Celtic." Especially three or four weeks ago, the state that Celtic were in, but Celtic have turned it around. They've been brilliant in, in attack, and I felt. A bit sorry for the back four and the goalkeeper uh, the other night for Celtic because the way that Ange Postecoglou plays, you know, you're not going to get a lot of defensive uh, cover from that midfield area. And I thought both fullbacks were a wee bit exposed at times, particularly on the right hand side as well. And if he plays that way, Postecoglou, of course, they go and dominate teams. Then they can take you know a few goals as they've done in Scotland. But the other night, you know, they were really struggling the way they played at the back and playing it out through through the defenders who couldn't get out as well. So I thought the young lads did well. I thought Welsh did well. Montgomery. Uh, Quipped himself very well as to Tony, Tony Ralston, but uh, I mean, you know what, what, what difference does fifty thousand fans make with no Celtic fans? Well, I was at Rangers in '84, and uh, you know uh, Celtic won two 0 with uh, no Celtic supporters there. I also played in an Old Firm game as a League Cup semi at Ibrox, where because it was a neutral ground, it was split 50-50. It was unbelievable atmosphere in '93. So the crowd can make a difference, but I don't think it make too much of a difference to to, to to Celtic. But for me. It's, it's, it's a toss of the coin as to see who's, who's going to win. Rangers haven't started well. They've been very, I thought they looked a bit sluggish. They've not really got going. But if, if, they, if they turn it on, if, if Kent is actually fit and if one or two of these players who are self-isolating return, then perhaps they're going to be a bit more of a, a forward threat and they can cause problems for that Celtic defence. But Celtic will cause problems for Rangers, I think, from midfield forward. You know, and the Rangers midfield have to be on their toes to be, to be taken care of. The likes of Christie and Turnbull and Rogic, all of whom have got a goal threat. So for me... It's wide open. It really is fascinating the way things have swung in the last three or four weeks. Yeah, David Friel, Ange Ball, as it keeps getting called, people are the cynical ones would say, yeah, but it, it, that won't work against Alkmaar and it won't work at Ibrox. It might work against Hearts at home and St Mirren at home and Dundee at home. How big a test is that tomorrow and, and can it work? It's a massive test and I think all those points are valid when you see how much joy, especially in the first half, you know, pressing Celtic that Altmar did get during the week. But I think they're all probably, you know, he's not going to change it. He's on record pretty much every press conference he talks about. He's not going to change his, his way of playing. He doesn't, he'll look at Rangers' strengths, I'm sure he will, but he will set Celtic out to play exactly the same way. I would be amazed if, for example... He played his, his Myla Sorrow instead of a Tom Rogic or Ryan Christie in there just to give Celtic a bit more protection. I think Celtic will go exactly the same way, 4-3-3, and I think they'll go to attack. And, and given, 
I think it's pretty obvious that the, the defence is the weakest part of Celtic's team, so I can understand why he's, he's probably thinking play to your strengths and just go for it. And, and I think he'll, he'll expect Rangers to press Celtic high, but I don't think he'll change the way he plays at all. And I think he'll ask his players to play out for the back and play as open and as expansive as Celtic have been in the last couple of weeks. Roger Hanna, maybe I'm being too simple on this by reducing it to unconvincing attack versus unconvincing defence. But if that is the case, what's what's a bigger worry? Um, it's an interesting one because I agree with David. I don't think Ange Postacoglu is going to change his style, but it's a style that in the three biggest away games of the season at Tynecastle, away to Midtjylland, and in Thursday night away to Alkmaar, they lost all three games playing like that. So principles are one thing. Realism eventually does need to kick in, and it'll be interesting to see how they get on tomorrow trying to play that style. Um, I think Tony Ralston, Stephen Welsh will continue in there, Carl Starfield will continue in there, it's a big big ask for them in front of a goalkeeper who hasn't played, played in big fixtures, hasn't played in this fixture, manager hasn't managed in this fixture either, so you can see Celtic scoring goals if it's Edward and Furuhashi if it's Christie, Rogic, Forrest plenty of players, exciting players Abada started well, you can see Celtic causing problems going forward as they always do but Thursday is another warning that, that at the back they can be got at How much do Rangers chances Alex hinge on who is available from those who missed the game in Europe Gary McAllister pretty optimistic that four or five will return which covers off quite a lot of them it looks like Ryan Kent was injured anyway it wasn't anything to do with having Covid or being a close contact that process will have kicked in who tested positive who's a close contact have they been double vaccinated can they return a negative test But when it's Ryan Kent Who yeah. was very good against Celtic last season When it's Alan McGregor Who was better than very good against Celtic last season Captain James Tavernier and so on How much will Rangers chances hinge on who comes back? Well I, I still think they've got uh, able deputants Gordon you look at young Parts And say uh, can, can match what Tavernier's doing He's been really impressive from that point of view I agree with you about Alan McGregor I think he has been Sensational really You know there's been times That he's pulled off top saves Mark mentioned it earlier on About Joe Hart McGregor does that So that'll be one Whether John uh, McLaughlin Is another one McCrory seemed to do okay The other day I, I'll, I'm more inclined To look in the forward areas If Kmar Roof can make an impact I just think with his experience He brings something Totally different to everyone else If he doesn't make it Then you've got Wright Scott Wright Going to be available But you're absolutely right About um uh, young Kent on the left hand side In these games over the course of the last couple of years He's been the standout, he's managed to score big goals And it might well have just come at the right time Gordon Because he hasn't really hit the, the heights uh, 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 Last year He's been actually kind of below par so Is that not a worry though? Because I get that, I mean it's a good incentive If there's yeah. ever a game to announce that you're up for the season yeah, It's this one um, But I mean, I'm sure you'd rather he went into it in better form No no listen Without doubt That goes without saying That you would like him to be in the, His numbers better His assist He hasn't really got the Up and running the season so far But If you want to go and showcase What you can actually do in a game Because the, We've all played in the old firm games And they are brilliant to play in Because it really Their adrenaline's flying And he is a match winner He can bring something Totally different to uh, Any other winger can bring From a Rangers perspective um, Roger Hanna Who's got the Most difficult of the two European groups? Um, I would probably lean towards Celtic actually I think I think they've got quite an awkward group if you look at it um, Ferenc Varos uh, well, well the fourth seed in there a team who came and won at Celtic part last season um, might consider themselves unfortunate not to be back in the Champions League groups again this time um, it'll be an awkward start against Betis any, any team you said I know they haven't had a great start to their La Liga campaign this time out any time you go 
away against um, against a Spanish team, it, it's difficult. And Leverkusen, you saw what they did home and away to Rangers a couple of seasons ago. So I think Celtic have probably got it a little bit tougher. Uh, for, for Rangers, Le- Leon will be difficult. Moussa Dembele, everybody knows his quality. Everyone knows the quality of Leon. Sparta Prague, they came and did Celtic home and away last season. So there'll be awkward opposition. The key for Rangers might be that right in the middle of the group, Gordon, home and away against Bronby. Uh, you would expect if Rangers are to qualify and there are three routes to qualify remember if you win you're into the last 16 of Europa League if you're second you take on I think one of the Champions League dropouts and if you're third you get relegated into the Europa Conference League so there could be plenty of football yet for Celtic and Rangers it's no longer a case of just finishing top two so uh, I think Celtic to answer your question get it slightly harder than Rangers David Friel agree disagree yeah, I agree, and, and just like Rangers' doublehead against Bronby in the middle of the group is, is key. I think for Celtic, it looks as if they'll be playing Ferenc Farros in the doublehead in the middle of the group, and I think that's also key. But as Roger says, you do have that cushion of finishing third in the group and still continuing European competition, but I, I would say Leverkusen and Betis are slightly stronger than Lyon and Sparta Prague, but both good groups, and, and I think I quite like the idea there's now three tournaments. I, I think looking at the draw yesterday, there were so many elite clubs and you know, it was, it was always going to be a good draw no matter who came out the, the hat. Yeah, I've looking at both groups. I was just saying to Mark when the boys were talking there, I don't see a great deal with them. I think there's real challenges. I think Leon are a decent. Do you hear that, you lot? He's not even listening to you. He's just talking to Mark. In no, between. no, we're not interested in what you're saying. They were basically saying that both uh, were going for slightly edging Celtic's group. But I, I look at the, the challenges. You look at Leon, some real quality, finished fourth last year. You look at Sparta taking it off Celtic last year. But you also look at Leverkusen a couple of years ago, minus uh, Havertz, you know, that type of player. Uh, and then you've got Real Betis, who are a real good outfit. Uh, uh, so home and away. But Ferenc Varos, I would expect him to take if, care of If there's one thing we've learned over the past five or six years is what we think are minnows in Europe suddenly aren't minnows in Europe. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good sides. So even when Rangers are looking at Bronby and Celtic are looking at Ferenc Varos and even Sparta Prague, you see the damage these teams can do to you home and away. Very like good overall, sides. There's a real strength to the Europa League now. When you look, I I mean, so, I look yeah. across all the groups, you know, Obviously there's disappointment from the Champions League Financially first and foremost But perhaps there have been times where Even the prestige is miles off it And you look at some of the games and think Will we, will we fill the stadium for that game But it's, pretty, still, it's a pretty glamorous yeah. competition When I you look so. at the teams in yeah, it Yeah you only have to look at you know the crowds that, you know Rangers especially attracted when they went in their, their couple of good I mean, European It helps rooms. because it's uh, Porto course. and it's Benfica and big Celtic and AC Milan. And yeah, big names, so big on. games. So, yeah, plenty in there to be excited about. Betis, Bayer Leverkusen, Leon, obviously the highlights. So, what's to look forward to? Okay, live football is back. If you're out and about going to a game this afternoon, enjoy it. I'm so jealous. What a day it is to be out at a football game. And you've deserved it. You've had a long old road of having to watch it through your laptop or... Uh, whatever it is So please enjoy your day We at Clyde One Super Scoreboard We want to make sure That you can get in On the action as well So what we've done Is we've teamed up With Glenn's Vodka The official spirit Of the SPFL And we're going to give you The chance to win All next week On the show You could get yourself Two match tickets To any game of your choice That's across the top flight Championship League 1 or League 2 Plus you'll get £100 cash To make sure you don't Miss out on your Half time pie as well All you have to do At the moment Is go to Clyde1.com To register And you could be on your way to a football match of your choice in Scotland It's with Glenn's Vodka Bringing match day mates back together Please do drink responsibly And we will go back around the grounds next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
One game's finished Down south already Man City 5 Arsenal 0 An absolute doing Arsenal down to 10 men Early on Two goals down I think Inside 12 minutes Then Jacka got sent off And it went from bad To worse Kieran Tierney did finish the game He was in a bit of pain A couple of times So hopefully he shows up okay Because the international break starts Well now for him I guess So hopefully uh, he is fine But we've got bigger fish to fry This afternoon Dundee United Hearts Hibs against Livy Motherwell Dundee in the top flight Big games down the divisions And three big ones to look forward to tomorrow as well Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Alex Ray are in the studio And the top team are around the grounds as well Hibs against Livingston Fraser Wisher This time of season is fascinating Because they've got a job to do today It's all about getting the three points But with the transfer window around the corner You just wonder how different that Hibs squad could look by Wednesday morning Well there's all the rumours Isn't there about uh, Kevin Nisbet And uh, rumours about Jack Ross uh, Sorry about this, a swap deal Involving Lee Griffiths But I'm not sure Jack Ross would be interested In that side of it But if they get a big offer Can they, can they knock it back They did this time last year But as the offers get bigger and bigger For the likes of him and Ryan Portis Who are the kind of jewel in the crown If you like And uh, worth money then At some point the owner might Just decide to take it I, I don't think he will move I think he'll still be A Hibs player When the window closes And Jack's been in, in the media Talking about adding to his, his, his squad and needing a couple of players as well because uh, they've obviously lost Christian Deutsch as one of the key strikers, one of the maybe only a couple of strikers they brought in James Scott and Lone. But I think they'll bring in players more than anything else. They've got goals throughout their team. You know, it's been a good start to the year. They've got uh, eight goals for, four against. Boyle scored in all three league games. Kel McGuinness, a player just rocked with injury in the last two or three years of his career, but a big fan. Jay uh, Ross, a big fan of his. He scored two and one against Kelly in the Cup. So I think t- for today. It's about getting the, getting the result And they'll be confident Of a comfortable win Against Livingston And to get the result Then their next league game Is Hearts at Tynecastle, And the chances are That Hibs will be top of the table Going into that game And that'll be very important I think for the for the Hibs players The squads and the fans uh, after, after this 90 minutes At times it feels like We are the jumping to conclusions Capital of the footballing world And it's even easier More tempting to do that Fraser at this time of the year Because We've not played many games So you make snap judgments um, Based on a very small sample size However I wonder if in the next few weeks We can make a more informed opinion Because people might already And they might be wrong But they might already be looking at Livingston Questioning Is this the year where the magic dust wears off? Yeah, I think they are looking at Livingston And I think I mentioned in a a pre-match About the the run of form they had Towards the end of last season And although they've made a few changes have brought in a number of players. They've still got the likes of Fitzwater and Stryek and Devlin, Holt, you know, uh, Alan Forrest. They, they're all starting in the squads. So they were there last year when the team had a really poor end <laughs> to the season. Still managed to finish top six because they were, they were in fact, they won here. And during the middle of that great run when David Martin was appointed 3 0, I was here for that game and they won comfortably. So uh, I, I think it's a testing time for Livingston. You know, as I said before, uh, you're, you're right, it's far too early. But if it gets to six and seven games and you've got one point or something like that, then. The pressure begins to build, you know, and the confidence can go from the players as well. So, if David Martin Dale can get a point here today, he'd be absolutely delighted. At least he's set his team with a couple of wingers and a striker, Bruce Anderson, some attacking players in midfield, likes a Shinny and Holt. So, he's not sitting back defending, and that might be his problem. I think Hibbs will take a couple off him today. Loved that Dundee Hibbs game last week, Roger. A great advert for Scottish football on the telly. Celtic and Rangers not involved, and, and it was great stuff. Again, if we're talking snap judgments, have we already seen enough from Dundee? To maybe contradict any pre-season notion that as a team who just came up via the playoffs, they're going to be a soft touch. Um, no, I don't think we've seen that at all. Um, ten goals conceded in the three games. To continue that through the season, they're going down, Gordon. Um, I don't think the squad at the minute 
is strong enough. Um, I tipped them to go down at the start of the season with Ross County in the playoff place, and I sort of stand by that. I think Charlie Adam, terrific player. They've got Jason Cummings, who took his goal well. Um, they've got decent players through the squad. I'm not sure they've got enough decent players for now through the squad. Hence, James McPake is looking to bring in Alicia Lee Griffiths before the transfer window goes. But at the other end, they need to tighten things up dramatically. You can't lose 10 games. At ten goals, I should say, every three games, and have any ambitions to stay up in this league. What's the crowd like there, Roger? Is Gordon DLC sitting vacant? Is he giving it to someone this afternoon? Um, if he has, there's nobody in it just now. I'm looking down, very disappointed. It's great to see the fans back, Gordon, right round the ground, as you see, all over the country. It's great to see them back. Fur Park, uh, all four sides of Fur Park, there's people pouring in. The only downside for me is. For the last 18 months, we've had that cardboard cut out of the Dazzler that everyone focused on. I do not know where it is. I presume someone will be auctioning it for cash for kids before the end of the year. You've but, not heard. Um, You've not heard the big news. I have not. Carry on. He lost on. He lost on beat the pundit on Thursday night. So we made him sign it and we've sent it out to the poor guy who beat him on beat the pundit. Oh, that's absolutely terrific. <laughs> Imagine that in the fireplace—a cardboard life-size cardboard cut out. I think we should It'll auction put it. I had to get more than a breaking track suit, I'll guarantee you that. Well, I'm not sure he'll, we're going to put it in the front window. Ah, exactly. In the, ah, exactly. <laughs> in the end of next month, by any chance, the end of October, <laughs> I should say. Right, thank you, uh, Roger. Motherwell against Dundee. Dundee United against Hearts. Two very strong starts to the season. David Friel again. I'll carry on the theme. It's so early. But the early signs are that maybe Dundee United are, are a bit of a surprise package. Yeah, and I think at this point it's probably right that I basically say that I tipped them for relegation at the start of the season and get a bit of stick for that. But no, the you know, last couple of games, beating Rangers, beating St. Johnson, great results. Tam Coates, we'll call him Tam for now, is doing a really good job and you know he's he's got a stronger bench today. I noticed last week he had a lot of players missing, but he's a stronger bench today and he might need it against Hearts. But to talk about the crowd, Gordon, there's two and a half thousand almost Hearts fans here, so it's the noise is is you know, it's really, really good. It's a great spectacle up here and I'm expecting a, a really good game. Yeah, looking forward to that one a lot. I think I've been outvoted in the studio this afternoon. That's going on the telly, apparently. Dundee United Hearts raging at that. Uh, we'll see. I've got a computer of my own over this side, so I might have something else to watch. Football, obviously. Before The Championship is a f- going to be a fascinating league. Unfortunately, we're not free of this stuff here. United Wraith is off. Covid cases. Uh, we had Jim Duffy in the show last night Explaining things from an Air United perspective Dunfermline are both Kilmarnock, Inverness Great fixture that And a bit of a new era for Hamilton Down at Mark Wilson's favourite team QOS But Andrew McLean Is looking ahead to Partick Thistle Morton Andrew and I, I guess well more so Thistle than Morton But everyone in that division Thanks to the introduction of the playoffs Has something to aim for They all look up the way For at least a while don't they? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this battle for the playoffs is, is going to play out. You know, as expected, Kilmarnock have had a really good start to the season with the quality they've got. You'd be surprised if they don't finish top of the pile this season. They, you know, there's quite a few players with Premiership experience in there. Tommy Wright is obviously a very experienced manager as well. So I'd be surprised personally if they don't finish top of the table. But you look behind them, Inverness have won their opening three fixtures this season, all just by the one goal. But they've still got nine points on the board already. Ian McCall's built an exciting looking squad here. 
at Partick Thistle. You look at the likes of Dunfermline, Hamilton, Wraith, haven't quite got going yet, but you'd expect them to be challenging up there as well. But I think most teams in the division would just fancy their chances of uh, finishing in the top four and, and getting a spot in the playoffs this campaign. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Just some interesting news to ruin your Saturday before it's even started. I noticed Andrew McLean brought it to my attention there, a tweet from Aston Villa. Uh, talking about their team news Captain Tyrone Mings misses today's clash And it says Roger Hanna John McGinn is currently following government guidelines With regards to COVID-19 Right on the eve of another international break I don't know what that means I don't know how long he's been isolating If he is, whether it's precautionary at this stage um, It's just not what I wanted to read this Saturday afternoon Yeah, well I, I think you'll have to regard John McGinn Now as a major doubt for Scotland's games Against Denmark Moldova and Austria, the squad due to get together in the next 36 hours. They fly out to Copenhagen at the beginning of the week. Denmark away, Moldova at Hamden, Austria away. Three huge ties for Scotland. And John McGinn is a fan's favourite. He's a Tartan Army talisman, if you will. Gordon, he would have been one of the first names on Steve Clark's team sheet. You now have to wonder if he's going to be able to fly to Copenhagen for this opening game. And I heard you talking about Kieran Tierney's latest injury scaring up. Big defeat for Arsenal today as well. Um, it doesn't really represent a very positive start to international week for Steve Clark and his squad so what you're telling me is after watching Denmark have a brilliant Euros we now have to go and play them without Scott McTominay possibly without John McGinn and after a bruising afternoon for Kieran Tierney and still everyone else has to come through this afternoon unscathed great Looking forward to that Yeah but listen It's not over yet It's still a few days away He's maybe. just Mr Positive today isn't Yeah exactly he? Nothing can dampen this guy's spirits Everybody's negative <laughs> Be positive You must God. have had a good morning so, Yeah Sun's shining We'll get football <laughs> back Roger's saying it there The excitement mm. just going there And seeing the supporters I was the so one So if we're 4-0 down at Denmark I'll just go At down. least the sun was shining on Saturday We won't be 4-0 down And that's meant to cheer me what up What happens is It gives someone else Another opportunity We were all young players <laughs> Waiting for our opportunity Something happened We went in Two of mm. us grasped it One was left Aside I'll not mention the one But You've got to be given That opportunity Go and prove yourself Sometimes We will be the underdogs On Wednesday Gordon We need to wait to see I can't argue this that This will not catch on Nah, I don't think so no. We'll be slating everybody by half past three But anyway, right, I think we'll leave it there Thanks to the guys around the grounds We've got Alex Ray, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson in the studio We're looking ahead to Dundee United Hearts Hibs Livy, Motherwell Dundee Big games in the Championship and beyond And it all gets underway next The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock, football and the sun is shining It doesn't get much better unless you three can pick an ACA this afternoon Of our four featured games, how's it going? I got last week So you did, well done Can you make it two from two? You start Willow because I've not had a look yet oh, <laughs> you've, only had, nice you've only had a couple of hours Well I also got one last week Alex And I put a bit of meat in the bones, remember Gordon right, So okay, I think the, I've get, got the one the up The ego there. to one side, mm. just give me I think Dundee uh, will lose Against Motherwell So Motherwell to win Hibs to win Hearts away at Dundee United And Partick Thistle Will beat Morton uh, Not too far away I think Motherwell Will home advantage Beat Dundee uh, I've got a sneaky Livingston can get a draw Wow I'm going draw That's the big shout Of the afternoon Yeah I think Hearts will beat Dundee United And I think Partick Thistle Will beat Morton Right I'm going to go for Motherwell Gordon To beat Dundee I'm going to go for Hibs to beat Livy Dundee United to draw with Hearts And I'm going to go for Partick Thistle And Morton to draw also 
Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. Let's go then. We're underway. Three featured games in the top flight, one featured game in the championship. Big matches all down the divisions, keeping an eye on everyone down south with a Scotland connection and going through anything else. That casts itself up between now and 5 o'clock The open line will be here later But in the meantime, sit back and enjoy And you can tweet us all afternoon At Clyde SSB There we are, confirmation That I've been overruled in the studio Dundee United Hearts on the telly Gordon, well I wanted Motherwell <laughs> Willow's actually hiding the question Because all day, because all the next to me. <laughs> You see this, yeah okay. I'm, I'm building a barrier <laughs> <around> <laughs> the, see, look, the yeah. only good thing I think about having this game on At least we can keep an eye on Halliday Because yes. That way We know if there's anything We would need to slag him for During the week We can see it You know Rather than hearing yeah. about You don't want to hear about it Third hand um, Is he playing today Left hand side I was going to say It looks he like he's left, on the left Left wing yeah. back last week So Do you know the great thing About this time of the season Gordon's the, the surfaces Oh they're yeah. absolutely amazing I, I was at Ibrox yesterday Just looking And, and you're just dying You're just running You're just running You're 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 running Tactic as well yeah, yeah. Oh, f- Funny you mention that I have been Inundated With people sending me And by that I mean like Five people sent me um, Sending me the pictures Of the Breakin pitch Have you seen oh, this? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the design So the Breakin pitch Has gone viral This <laughs> week right? Look Let's at that It's a very, this, very it's in- Intricate design That the ground staff That's unbelievable have done. Yeah. Like That's that. a round of applause But Beautiful. you know why They're sending it to me Everybody keeps Could saying, "Oh, him. if they get rid of Mark to make to save some money and do this." <laughs> Alan well, McMillan, Alan McMillan says the groundsman got this idea for the pitch after finding an old tactics board of Mark Wilson's. <laughs> <laughs> the lines going in every opposite direction. Yeah, that yeah, pitch yeah. would have been wasted. You? I've got to be honest with you, that pitch will probably still be like that in February because it's Long probably ball. spent. Yeah, you know the rules. Yeah. Yeah. The ground staff, you I want to give the ground staff a wee mention for that piece I do. of work? Uh, it's magnificent. The, dr- the groundsman was excellent. Neil, um, I believe his name was. <laughs> <laughs> It's Tommy. I'm pretty sure it was Neil. Um, do you know that's why you never made guy. it as a, a manager? See, when you get in, the first thing you do is yeah, make the, friends. The, the people underneath, the tea lady, everything, get to know their names. That's <laughs> important to the club. Well, yeah, the, you just you know went what? in and lost games. M- Mr. Mr. Nice Guy, you can see right through him. He's just described these people as being underneath. If ever there was a way that he would, <laughs> he would manage a football club, that's it. Underneath. You'd that door before. Yeah, honestly uh, Right before we get Carried away with <laughs> any of that uh, Honestly Mark Wilson Are you ready? Aye <laughs> uh, Yeah Go. The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals Pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Okay I think Our listeners will get this I don't think these two will But very doable after Christopher Ayer's move from Celtic to Brentford He became the 10th paid transfer from Celtic to an English Premiership side Since season 2011-2012 Name the previous nine So, 
After Christopher Ayer's move from Celtic to Brentford, he became the 10th paid transfer from Celtic to an English Premiership side since season 2011-2012, named the previous nine. Oh, that's easy. You're going to have to be quick there. It's at Clyde SSB for the first half teaser, and it is a race, so you need all nine names. You need to put them in a tweet and send them over quicker than everyone else. So be quick, because I think that's easy. Every name on there. Is doable Alex Ray and Gordon Deal Are arguing about this In mime In mime Here we go Is that too right away Yeah of course Thanks very much yeah, yeah, But he's thinking 10 million so no, 10 players No no 10 players I've got it 10, no, you're going 10, 10, million, 10 million There is a couple silly. That yous will miss out Think so Yes Okay the listeners won't Absolutely no way At Clyde SSB Get them sent in uh, Fraser Wishart <laughs> Is telling us That there's been one change For Livy In the warm up Ben Williamson On loan from Rangers Injured and Craig Sibbald starts instead. And uh, I, I I don't believe in crowd bashing. I don't like it. You know, for people pay their money and go. It doesn't really matter who's got a big crowd, who's got a small crowd. Um, but interesting, Livy, just along the road at Hibs, 120 away fans today. Mm. Fraser sat and counted them when he sent me a picture. But you know what? Good on them. Who cares? They've done brilliantly in the last couple of seasons. So the away the away uptake has been great so far this year. If you if you listen to David there, what did they say? Two thousand or two and a half thousand Hearts fans at Tannadice today. I believe there was in the region of three thousand United fans at St Johnson last week. So a magnificent effort and it just shows you away fans, you know, desperate to get as many Games as possible Have you ever seen anything As off putting as this In your life right, okay. uh, No no we're just getting The rules sorted We're doing alright These two Their mics are on And they know that They don't want to give away Any answers <laughs> to the teaser So they're arguing in mime It's brilliant And there's hand gestures you, there's can, can we clarify something As a question <laughs> What's that name at the bottom Near your hand there Al? Not near your business <laughs> <laughs> He's getting two then definitely don't understand uh, The question The question again Listen I've just told them So the, the ones that okay. go to England After Christopher Ayers After goes. Christopher Ayers Move from Celtic To Brentford He became the 10th Paid transfer From Celtic To an English Premiership side Since season 2011-2012 Name the previous nine I said write it down So he's wrote it down And I've already got it Three spots up <laughs> Great, anyway, right, we'll get there in the end Clyde 1, Cove Rangers 0 David Goodwilly with the goal there I think that's the first goal to go in Scotland this afternoon Aston Villa are obviously missing John McGinn Because Brentford has scored How spooky would it be if it was Christopher Eyer Right at the moment that his question gets read out on the show Um, Cowden Beath have scored against Annan Robbie Buchanan with the goal there for the Blue Brazil David Goodwilly for Clyde He's one of those names, yeah, that Clyde went all out to get him You know and, and they obviously I think Pushed the boat out In terms of what they could offer him But When you've got a striker That scores as many goals As him for you It's worth Gurgle. it Got one of these In our featured games Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Good start Partick Thistle Partick Thistle 1 Morton nil, And it's a header From a corner Kevin Holt Dispatches it Into the back of the net And it's a good start For the home side Ian McCall will be happy uh, lovely day, day out in the, the sunshine in the West End uh, Very nice, yeah Got to yeah. be happy with that Well, after last week, what happened uh, Going up to our bro, to be happy I mean, it, Partick Thistle started well You know, a couple of good wins Especially awaited in Fairland But poor last week But back to back in the right track this week you got to say, Mark We've all been to a broth And it's Ooh. a very, very hard place to go and play football Especially against Dick Campbell's teams He's got them set up brilliantly. You've got to fight for everything up there. But that's a great start. I'll tell you the the, the, the game, the championship. I'm really Kelly. looking. Yeah, because 
How did you know that? Inverness, Inverness, what do you think, Kelly? Oh, you said it welcome because you didn't see it there, Gordon. Do you know what? Do you know what my fact was? I was going to say, I wonder who will lose the first goal because both teams, none of them have lost their goal. They have now. Kilmarnock nil, Inverness one. Michael Garding on six minutes there. It'd be a good signing for them. Still weird to see that, eh? You tend to find that Ham's quite a lot up up I know but uh, Especially with Midge You know You just thought Midge Aye Yeah Celtic Celtic Did you? Go back to Dundee United Oh aye Sorry Dundee well. United aye. Well remembered aye He was at United as well sure Good did. player Very yeah, good player good. Uh, I'm surprised Ross County let him go I feel like the Ronaldo channelled his inner Mark Wilson Come back to Man United It just yeah, reminded yeah. me of when you went yeah. back to Dundee United Yeah well so I, I, I set a president saying uh, Yeah when from I went where? Yeah. You did know that Can we stop this Your I memory I did know that Honestly where, where Do you from? know I actually played football No, no I well, You I've don't know se- anything I, about I've my seen, career No I don't think you played football I've seen you twice in two clips right And both times <laughs> I don't even think you could call yourself a defender my friend you were all over the place Were, were Daniel Kusan or Stephen oh, Pearson yes, involved? both were chance? involved <laughs> I've never seen defending less in my life Anyway um, that, that was that was the original going back to that United was, aye, um, aye. Did you be the same private jet into Dundee Airport? <laughs> uh, not quite 250 grand a week? Uh, no, not quite I, at, at My second time round at United I had to prove... My fitness So I had to so go So hold on You're so a United you legend Sold for a million quid Or whatever it was oh, It wasn't that much oh, but it was I, less than that. Grand. And had to go back on trial uh, Yeah So I was <laughs> I was putting it kindly At myself With saying prove my fitness Trial is probably more accurate Do you think Ronaldo Had to go on trial At Old Trafford uh, mm. Oh no, no I don't think so He had to go to Old Trafford Because City didn't want him so so he What a player yeah. he was yeah. Yeah. Mark Honestly when he first came Thanks Mark Right, go on then. We, we end up doing this every week. Let, let's put a tartan hat on it, right? We take a story and we view it through our lens. What are the best and worst examples of a player returning to a original club? So, is it, is it Mark Wilson going back to Dundee United? We've seen Cristiano Ronaldo going back to Man United. So, in honour of him and Mark Wilson, the only time they'll ever be used in the same sentence again, what are the best? And worst If you just want to give me One or the other That's fine But I'm hoping you can show off And give me mm. the best example And the worst example Of a player returning For a second spell at a club Take it away Twitter At Clyde SSB Or you can send it to me As well I'm at Gordon Duncan 7 um, But send, send it to both it Gives me a better Do chance Do you ever get back To up. any other clubs Alex? No No No, no. 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 I actually get no, a chance you buy, Well I actually get a chance I get a phone call For the late uh, Ray Wilkins uh, After my spell at Rangers To say they want to go back Down to Millwall And I didn't fancy Getting up and doing the M6 uh, It was just too much for me So I knocked her back Financially it would have been great at the Would time they have sent The private jet there yeah. or no? No I think they probably Sent a minibus so, For the old Kent Road So it wasn't a trial No 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 It was just no, okay. yeah, Good money It was a fitness test That wasn't a trial It was a fitness test It's an Andrews what about you? What, any interest for Australia to go back after your time there? No, I don't think. City I'd, ever want you back? Pep I, ever been on the phone? No, I don't think any club after I'd left really got in contact. <laughs> Funny that. What? <laughs> <laughs> the door uh, was well and truly guy's shut. Professionalism. Because, because he referred to everyone in the club as being beneath him. Beneath him, him yeah. Just don't look back in anger. You just move on. Yeah. I was, it's funny enough. I was weird. See when I went back to United. How long was I away? Probably six, seven. Yeah, it's about seven years. So I was I away. Take it's Bristol, years. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I went Celtic to Bristol a year at Bristol and then back to Dundee. Get relegated at Bristol and jump ship as right. soon as I could. No, the, the, the three. Did you get paid up? 
No, the no game. it was only a one year contract So I didn't have that luxury either So it was a double whammy <laughs> some He said some career in uh, I'll back him back He's sifting in every club after Celtic Just get him in ah, We one year Right, stick him in trial Then he gets his big move to Dumbarton How long did you last there? I was only a couple of months there He was done The knees were done I was mm. I was done I, I knew myself oh, I told you When I went to Cowdenbeath And mm. we played in that winter Kind of Yeah March Was it March or uh, April And that was boggy And I just thought nah. Did you play against Ronaldo? Yes, oh, I there you are. Times. See, so yeah, don't yeah, let yeah. don't let him yeah, yeah, snipe yeah, yeah. So, any oh, further. Oh, we better sticking up for you from your. Pal. Thanks, God. Well, yeah. Come on, thank you. This guy's played against Ronaldo here, Ronaldinho. You Have you not played against Ronnie? No, surprise. Don't to be Ronnie's dad. I'm Ronnie's dad. <laughs> 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 You're talking me about Portuguese. <laughs> Fifty-five Manx <my next> birthday. Aye, <laughs> 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 right. you wish. You wish. Yeah, who? I mean, the biggest one I can think of, Kenny Miller. Rangers, yeah, back, yeah. you know, kind well, of. Even back to a few clubs, didn't he? Was it three spells at Rangers? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. Derek Rardin go back to Hibs mm-hmm. after Celtic, but I don't think his second one was. Barry right. Ferguson. Barry went back there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite successful, yeah. Oh, but, uh, big DJ went back to Rangers. Uh, right, let's see what Twitter can do then. We need both and we need detail. The best and the worst examples of going back. To a former club This is inspired by Firstly Mark Wilson Second by Cristiano Ronaldo um, James Maguire says That Chris Boyd's Second time at Rangers Was eh, pretty poor To say the least um, Barry Quinn Nope Can't read that one out um, <laughs> uh, Lawn Care Lanarkshire Quite right Actually this is a good example Ross McCormick Back to Motherwell Ten minutes across six games Oh was yeah Wonderful when he left And uh, went on a brilliant career Bit of hype when he came back 10 minutes across the six. Uh, t- yeah, 10. What did he say? 10 minutes across the So, where six did he come from again? Aston, Aston, Aston Villa. Was it Villa? Well? Uh, he was on an absolute fortune down there, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, was it Villa, Gordon? I'm sure it might have been. Well, oh, not the story just... about Ross McCormick Did his gates not open They couldn't get to training yeah. One time Because yeah, it's like electric villa. gates <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that's a I good excuse I hate when that happens There's ah, nothing worse Oh yeah My are always working are you? Oh, well, My gates are working as well Did you not go back to Wraith as manager? Yes I did Roger Hanna's asking I just tell Roger <laughs> to mind his own business Did you? Yeah How did that go? Brilliant did Absolutely it? brilliant Yeah I ended up with 34 French guys I couldn't speak <laughs> French I couldn't speak <laughs> English You can't speak <laughs> French That surprises me He's so Belgard So it didn't It wasn't a classic time No Well it was Just for the wrong reasons um, Yeah I was uh, Well it was different It was management Compared to playing Out there I was absolutely a star as a player but not a star, I was a star. because you couldn't speak French or it was a difficult time I had followed in the footsteps of uh, Anelka um, Claude Anelka, Claude yeah Anelka Nicholas's brother and and he brought in some interesting characters just let me say that but uh, no it was great to manage one of my former clubs and I enjoyed uh, I think it was there about three years so the last three years, did you? Lewis Mackay. Lewis Mackay's gone for one that you know, kind of ones comes that are, breaking man. <laughs> ones that are staring us <laughs> in the face. He's gone Davis or McGregor coming uh, back to Rangers. Yeah, yep. yeah. They would be good examples. Yeah. Both come back better than the ones that left. Certainly, that's tough, isn't it? I said, well, listen, the fact that they've come back at that age and won a title. You know, when you come back to Rangers, you'd be saying to yourself, right, okay, that'd be the objective. They've managed to do that. At, what's, what's McGregor thirty nine now and. Davis 36 So It's not bad going Yeah keep them coming in On Twitter as well As your answers To the first half teaser Looking for the best And worst examples Of players returning 
To a second club Now if it's your club Great I'd love to hear that But even if there's other ones You think out there Ones with a real Good story attached to them Or a bit of detail uh, That we can get our teeth into Let's share them Ross Stewart Remember him Former yeah. Ross County striker Sunderland Yes um, He's scored He's put Sunderland He's doing alright down there I like him I, I know you've got connections down there And I, quite happy yeah, with him Yeah I think he's actually started to get, He started off uh, injured Daz struggling to get going But he's getting amongst the goals now But Charlie Nicholas No big back to Celtic Yeah someone's tweeted That one mm-hmm. Hamish says Charlie Nicholas Poor second time around uh, Ken talks has gone Charlie Mulgrew Prodigal son he says uh, Jolly boy Mark Hately Back to Rangers yes. Just to put the final Nail in Celtic's title chances um, TJ Barry Ferguson Second Rangers spell Wasn't bad Helicopter Sunday European final mm-hmm. Ended too soon Mark Patterson Richard Goff Coming back and scoring Against Celtic Nearly taking Rangers To ten in a row That's the best And the worst He says Richard Foster When we were in the lower <laughs> leagues He was awful I mean he'll be playing this afternoon So he won't hear us I'll be fine <laughs> Nothing worse than that happens Somebody tells you you were rubbish Heather McQuinney You every week to, to, to your man here Heather, yeah. he, Heather, Ma- Heather McQuinney's got one who'll be playing at the moment Craig Gordon No other words needed Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one yeah. Kev McHugh Fraser Foster going back to Celtic Was the best move ever And Charlie Nicholas was the worst I find that surprising when Nicholas I played with Charlie and I've got to say he was you ever, never mind all that did you have a good uh, night out with him surely he must have been uh, we, we nearly get so we uh, we were playing in Germany Andy Roxburgh was a uh, manager on Scotland under 19s and it was a full house live on TV and Charlie and I nearly get sent home the night prior because uh, we, we were having late. a good table tennis game and uh, we get caught in the table tennis room a wee bit too late but I've got to say one of the Jeez, best honestly. young Talents I've ever played with. What a talent, Charlie I Nicholas! You were going was. To nah, mic's off. You're not going any further with that. No, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. So many questions. Like okay, behave. Uh, Darren says Mark Hately coming back for an old firm game gets sent off in the first half. The Rangers still won. Um, yeah, good examples. I like this. You're doing well. Stu Carillers has gone for Andy Haldy's best pal, Willie Gibson. Queen of the South Mark Russell My favourite player Owen Coyle Returned to Airdrie twice And scored goals For fun uh, And of course Doby for Queen of the South Says Stu Carruthers See this is what I like Detail Jamie Barr Charlie McGrew Back to Celtic One player of the year Can't really argue with that yep. It's incredible Well I was there with Charlie When uh, He was first there As a kid And he's probably told the story We went away And we played I was in Poland uh, like a Warsaw There was two friendlies anyway And Charlie played left back And we were getting an absolute roasting And Charlie and Ross Wallace were on the left in particular And Gordon Strachan made the change Maybe 30 minutes in Somebody Ooh. may correct me And there's 30 minutes in Whipped both of them off I got moved from right back to left back And we, we played at the half You were the contingency I, 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 okay. still, I, I went <laughs> smashing after that Listen Anyway At half time um, We go in the dressing room And you can imagine Gordon At that pre-season friendly But it was a full house Hostile atmosphere And he's gone through us And he goes to give Ross and Charlie And he turns around And they're not in the dressing room They'd sat in the dugout They didn't, they didn't bother Coming in the dressing room And you can imagine how that went down with Gordon and he where are they to where are they to going to send somebody to get them and uh, by that time we were all going out so I don't actually know what was said to him but a couple of weeks later Charlie was on his way I think it was to Wolves and Lee Naylor came the other way so he had a lot of making up to do and then when he came back he what was about Wallace? absolutely 
tremendous. Uh, I don't think Ross lasted too long after that either. Yeah, I think he had a couple of games. Where was Preston? Ross, Ross Wallace had a great career. Yeah, mm-hmm. after Burnley, that, two of yeah. them had brilliant careers, but that was. Uh, that was funny that the two of them decided to stay in the bench <laughs> after being out at 30 minutes. God, I had uh, Mo Camaro on the phone this morning looking for the next Old Firm. He's trying to get some connections to, to get tickets. He would like to come up to Parkhead for the next Old Firm game. And I says, I'll ask my colleague today, Mark Wilson. He was effing and blind and he says he took my spot at left back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mo. What a brilliant boy, wasn't he? Mo was a great guy and he, he was just going through a bad run of form when he was at Celtic. And I came in I mean, best physique, Alex, I've seen the football. This guy, chiselled within an inch of his life, great attitude, just didn't work out for him. Yeah. Good career, though. Uh, on the subject of Mark Wilson's former clubs, Montrose nil, Dumbarton won, Gregor Buchanan yeah. on 20 minutes Go on for the, the Suns. Yeah. Uh, no goals yet in the top flight. A few minutes ago, Paul McMullen hit the crossbar for Dundee, though. Against Motherwell. So. By the way, he started really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, good, yeah, he, yeah. he looks very sharp. I still think I agree with Roger I think they've got to tighten up uh, 10 goals in 3 games You keep conceding goals It's a long long season uh, I think Dundee would be in trouble for me Alec. Do you know one of the problems that they, Draw they, against they, Hibs though If you can yeah, not I, lose I, games like that yeah, I, I think if you're conceding at that level It's it's a concern at the start of the season You obviously want to kind of tighten that up One of the things that I feel as if Dundee's done Is they've pr- pretty much stayed with the squad That they had last mm-hmm. year from the Championship but when you go up to that next level, you know it's a, mm. you know it's obviously more difficult. Do you remember when Charlie McGrew won Player of the Year? I do. I was at the, the I, I, night. Do you remember his speech? speech? Well, yeah. I don't think he can remember it. Oh no, I think he can. Yeah. I think yeah. it was well. I think it was very calculated, and it was hilarious. hilarious. Now I know that night it's supposed to be kind of off the record thing, isn't it? Is it the football writers? Let's just say there was a comment about um, <laughs> his favourite position, because if you remember, he was playing left back and centre back, and yep, you can imagine what he did with that joke. <laughs> In front of a room full of people and his family and, and all his colleagues. And his in laws. And his in laws. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh, that was, that's about as much as we can say. There was, and there was, a, night, there was yeah. a comment about having to go because he had left something, <laughs> someone in the car. So it was great. He's a funny guy. He really is. Right. Uh, speaking of which, he's playing at the moment. Dundee United, nil hearts, nil. You lot desperate for this game to get put on in the studio. I hope you're happy with yourselves. Has it been good? What a nice football I think Hearts uh, have settled down pretty well United been in a couple of good positions On the right especially You know A couple of good crossing positions But Hitting the first man But Hearts look like they've settled in uh, The lad on the ball is a decent uh, player How do you pronounce his name Willow? <laughs> That's it uh, Halliday Shooter No <laughs> <laughs> Beningame is the one you're looking yeah, for. I, I wanted my uh, man to do yeah, that I'm there. still haunted Beningame. by that Yeah, Pine Castle that day Bigger yeah. There you are, you've got it now, no hassle yeah, yeah, it's only uh, Mark, remind us of the question And yep. we'll try and do some wrong we answers We are doing brilliant in this okay, yeah. After Christopher Ayer's move from Celtic to Brentford He became the 10th paid transfer from Celtic to an English Premiership side Since season 2011-2012 Can you name the previous nine? Right, let's do some wrong answers John Thomas has got a couple But he's also gone for Stefan Johansson No He's gone for Jos Hoiveld no, to Southampton. Okay, so there's a couple yeah. of wrong answers in there. Um, lots of you are getting, yeah, pretty close. Token Jester's gone for one that I don't think is on the list in Sean Maloney. Nope. <laughs> and what else have we got on here? I think Chris looks like he's got most of them there. Kevin Brown, how's he done? He's gone Sean Maloney as well, so we'd have to take that one off him, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Not Sean. A few Andrew Garvin's thrown in at a Jos Hoyveld. 
no, I, did he go for a fee? Who's this? Josh Hoyfeld. He's on the list, that's all you need to know. Yeah. He's not on the list. Scott McGowan says, Alan Archibald, back to Partick Thistle, takes over as manager, gets us to the top six in the Premier League. Yeah, big Archie. I like that. Great okay. guy. Yeah, played with him at Dundee United. Talking of chiselled bodies, Alex, he was one Alan Archibald yeah. as well. Yeah, you wouldn't think that under that suit, but what has happened he looked to after himself. Seriously. No, we're just it's after about watching the... Love Island, Gordon. We're, we're <laughs> talking about the best and worst returns, and uh, Scott Lorimer says, how about Mo Johnson's return to Celtic? That didn't work mm. out too well, Yeah, wow. in case you mm. hadn't heard. Um, and Jordan Kringles can do one he sent a picture he's listening in Barbados oh, oh, my oh beautiful a pint and Clyde SSB on a Saturday morning in Barbados do you know what Saturday Jordan, morning it might not last long I'm looking at your picture it's cloudier there than it is here unlucky would you agree wow, nice 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 you're one Kelsey Cheers. one Adam <laughs> Brown with the goal there Adam Brown remember Adam we had, yeah we had yeah. Adam at Airdrie yeah good player Adam you ruined good. his career good insight that's great um, I think we're currently sat Well uh, here's eight. insight Adam Brown Was the yes. kid Go on tell us the story This is a good story Adam Brown Was one of the ball boys When Argentina came to Scotland And Diego Maradona Was a manager <laughs> Adam Brown Found these Chain Was it That Maradona lost and then the photos of Maradona lifting the wee kid up at Celtic Park And it was Adam, Adam Brown, Brown. Brilliant. So then when, when Maradona passed away I'm watching GMB in the morning Early morning And who's live talking to Susanna oh, Reid and whoever Stenthouse Adam Muir's Brown. Adam Brown yeah. Did you Brown. think he was only talking about you? Was, I, I gave him a wee text saying well done that was great and yeah, what, he says, what, what a claim to fame that is Magic that yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, so he, he, he still a, got What was it Maradona gave Maradona sure. give him something uh, As a souvenir And he it. says he's still got it So yeah Good lad Adam Do you know go. what I, I feel bad now Because I said I was being sarcastic About the insight That was great That's as good I need one of you two To come up with something to I, I, I I'm done for the day Can I go here <laughs> It's a good story That was very good uh, Right Our featured matches All still goalless The guys are just sitting there Enjoying themselves in the sun Enjoying the weather Enjoying mm-hmm. the football Enjoying I don't think Dundee United Have a lot to worry about They'll be hitting down the hill In the second half Mark Yes Quite happy Ah United that. Down the hill Oh fire, Magnificent what do, yeah. do, what do you mean you didn't fire I've just gave you about six you I tell about? you what Seeing the Dundee United Home crowd as well Gordon Very good Because yeah. I mean Playing there for years I know that George Fox stand It's hard to fill that When Celtic and Rangers Come around of course But Looks like there's good numbers There this afternoon Good to see Yeah really good to see Fans out and about it Helps and the weather's nice It gives you that extra wee incentive Although I like to think That even when it gets brutal out there You'll remember the feeling Of being denied The chance to go to a game For 18 months And you get yourself out there Anyway that was the first first thing I spotted when uh, when the game went on there, Gordon, over on the far side at Dundee United. That that main stand opposite, where the dugouts out, it's almost full. It's great to see. Yeah, there's good crowds, and I've got to say, Hearts will have a real decent crowd there. Who's at that game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who's David. Oh, Friel. David. Friel, David. Yeah. yeah. David. Big centre half. David. Um, and he was talking about the the away support as well. Hearts are a good club. Uh, you know, they, they, they take a good travelling support. They, they fill Tyne Castle. They make it a terrific atmosphere there. Um, this will be a very, very interesting game this afternoon. Hearts are probably the better team, would you agree, Mark, than you? Against and possession, you? yeah. I, I don't think there's been... Well, too much, There hasn't it? been too many clear-cut chances. Um, but Hearts do look comfortable in the ball. I think Robbie's built 
a decent squad I think the man in the ball just now John Souter Obviously ex-Dundee United Knows this stadium well I think he's been a major plus point To how Hearts play He's got a contract mark In the summer what, what was your take on it Having been well, looked yeah, after so uh, well By the club? Listen I think um, John is very loyal um, I know that to the, the guys round about him I would be surprised if he then jumped ship But look, football's a short career Alex You know oh, that if, a, if an offer comes in He's certainly good enough What level do you think He could go to Willow Because see, see what I've seen so far He's really impressive He's comfortable on the ball Should Good defi- Yeah oh, What level could he go level. If You see down, down south um, I think the way I think the way the game's played down south He would league. be suited to it. Yeah. I, I played with him I, He was Leeds. he was right centre half The game at Ibrox yeah. Where Dundee United 16. Yeah, and he was 16, maybe just oh, no, yeah, 17 That wasn't the one he got pitched in first of all That was no. a semi-final at he, Hamden, wasn't it? He played it? 16 yeah. at Hamden Did he not play midfield? He, in one of them as well? The first eight, one yeah, I think he yeah, played midfield Yeah, the first one And he was centre half at Ibrox And he strolled at that day And right away you're thinking This kid can can deal with the ball under yeah. pressure You know, in front of 50,000 And I'm glad to see his back fit yeah, one for Scotland as well. For, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, yes. I, I, I mean, has got Scotland caps. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, the more he plays, obviously Steve Clark must be thinking about him going forward. Charlie Adams done. He's gone down, sort of off the ball. Had to get some treatment. He's gone off. Paul McGowan's come on though, scored. What um, a celebration last week! <laughs> trying to get it, into Mark? the crowd. He's dived into the the shed yeah, end, yeah. and then Paul it, there's, there's a little kind of pole see, thing, and he took a heater. Did you see the fear <laughs> on the faces of the, <laughs> the the fans as he came running towards them? I did do Paul's uh, Paul's live yeah. You played with him at Celtic March Celtic yeah, yeah Good um, talent yeah. He Had up? a good night out in Toronto uh, With Paul in a pre-season game yeah, It's amazing so the amount of night, night outs Because Toronto I was over there and all the Rangers Whoa magic First nice ever, set, yeah. first ever trip My first ever trip with a football team Toronto It's some place isn't it It's, it's tremendous Fantastic Niagara Falls All the players were going and uh, I hate to admit this, but I decided not to go. I just stayed at the pool. That sums him up, doesn't it? That I don't that like to see stop it. Just, stop it. That, that annoys me. Uh, that really annoys me for I, some I, reason. I, more than not, it should. But hold on. What are you about to say there? I don't like to see what. I don't, I don't like to see. To see water falling over over a hill. Honestly, all the boys. I can never. I'll never forget it. So you sat so, by the pool. Sat by the pool. And you've never been back. Never. I've been in Toronto a million times. So, so you've missed the chance to go to Niagara Falls. Yeah, Niagara Falls does not appeal to me one bit. I, I'd rather watch it, the tap water run the bath. Uncultured, um, honestly. <laughs> 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 Niagara Falls compared to his bath. <laughs> that is nothing to be proud of. These are life-changing experiences. Uh, Gordon, I was young at the time. I was eighteen. You're still the same. I, I, and I was, I was a day off, and the boys were going to Niagara Falls, and I decided just to. Did you go well though? No, I didn't get the option No, to go Because I was a bit jaded the next day You would have gone though, wouldn't you? Oh, 100% I would have gone You're a man of the world, you like to see things I like to see things, yeah I went to Vegas and I got offered to go to the Grand Canyon Never done it, I regret it There you go, so what are you talking about? No, no, that was only because I think I ended up choosing golf But having looked back, I would love to have went Very good, you missed out No, don't worry about it Believe me, that's on the bucket list that show's great <laughs> Supposed to be charting about United Hearts And more Niagara Falls And the, the Grand, Grand Canyon, Canyon. Uh, I've probably over I've maybe gone too far the other way. I've been to it twice Just looked the same the second time There was only a couple of years <laughs> between them I'm not really sure about Would you go back again then? Probably <laughs> I don't know why But yeah you just think yeah, Maybe the second time oh, I missed out on it Unnecessary uh, <laughs> Roger Hannah sends me these messages And then I have to spend the next couple of minutes Deciding like whether I can read them out On, on the show or not 
I just don't think I can. I'm it's got to sure. be something to do with us. Oh, of course, it's something it to do with Niagara Falls. It was. It was. Yeah, how Gordon <laughs> doesn't like Niagara and prefer, you know, what he prefers and what it rhymes with and so on. So oh. we'll leave it at that. I think um, Dumbarton are now two 0 up. Calvin Orsi on thirty minutes. Montrose nil. Dumbarton two. Still waiting on a goal in our featured matches. Yeah, the boy Tony scored again for Brentford. Ivan Tony, yes. He's going to be one of those names that continually pop up, and the Celtic fans will always look at it and go, "What could have been? What could have been in that?" That um, he's a right handful. Year. Him. Yeah, well, he's a handful. You do that, le- like, it, but he may have not. Furuhashi might yeah. remove him from the memory. You yeah. know, it's when you're it's when you're struggling that you, that you do it a lot. And don't even get Hugh even started on a certain other name that they maybe could have signed oh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, John McGinn. Yeah. <laughs> the McGinn saga Oh he feels very strongly About that one So Dundee United nil, Hearts nil, Hibs nil, Livy nil, Motherwell nil, Dundee nil. I uh, wish we had more goals To tell you about We do have one In our featured Championship match Partick Thistle One up Against Morton Holt with the header Comarnock uh, are 1-0 down At home to Inverness And uh, that's about all In the top two divisions At the moment Speaking about Partick Thistle I was speaking to Brian Graham The other day And he said the amount of messages he gets when he scores and you call him Woody Gordon, he's he's not happy about it. You that brought it up. <laughs> to be fair, it was you, Mark. I don't nah, think. Well, it was I just Gordon. said he, he resembles him, but no, nah, he. Is that his nickname? Really, his nickname? No, no. I just said he looks like Woody. Ready? Here goes. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. I don't know how many times I have to tell you professional footballers out there Come on this show We will look after you Tony Watt comes in two Wednesdays ago Scores last week Scores again today That's the effect we have on people Motherwell 1 Dundee nil. Carroll with the free kick Tony Watt with the header And the steel men go in front Oh look at the smile on Dazzler's face Brilliant. Brilliant. I've always said Tony Watt's a good goal scorer He should be in the starting eleven every single week for me I really do. I think he brings experience. I think his knowledge of the game, he can get you that goal. His attitude's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He puts a real shift in. I, I, I think we all went for Motherwell today. We'd yep. be right in saying that. Uh, and Roger Hanna, right again. Dundee shipped too many goals. Comfortable win for Motherwell this afternoon. The one won yet. <laughs> See, if you were to look through the, the Twitter notifications, it, it's the it's such a mixed bag, right? Because you've got the usual pe- you know, people telling you a lot what they think of you and, and me and so on. So that's really? you can skip by them. No, not not too much today. We're, we're all friends today so far. Um, Give it time. Then we've got people answering the teaser, people talking about their best and worst re- you know, returning to a club in tribute to Ronaldo and Mark Wilson. And then just one from Jay which says, Niagara Falls is a must. The boat trip is excellent. I'll see you on the... <laughs> <laughs> We've turned into some sort of The uh, Maid of the Mist tri- tri- Or something Is that what it's called <laughs> How do you remember that? The Maid of the Mist And it was in a film d- um, Bruce Almighty Bruce Almighty <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that Oh no yeah, yeah, so Remember that remember. Jim Carrey And he turns into have God honest, or whatever I haven't, I haven't He wears a wee um, I can't believe you knew that's how I knew that. Behave yourself I've seen that what, film that Far movie? too many times I have absolutely no chance Of seeing that no, movie No me neither No I don't watch These sort of movies I like the crimes I know what you like <laughs> um, What else have we got Keltier 2-1 up At Stenhouse Muir Joe Cardell well. Yeah they are going well going That's a good signing well. For that level eh? Joe Cardell Card- yeah. He scored yeah. the, the last couple of weeks As well is he not Joe Cardell He's been about the block Keltier uh, have looked At the model uh, Of the other teams They've looked at Cove They've looked at how Queen's Park have done it And they've followed suit They've, they've 
put in plenty of investment and they're getting their rewards. It's like if you're serious about getting, you know, from the pyramid scheme up, you know, through the leagues as quick as possible, you have to adapt this model. That's that's the yeah. only way to attract better players down to that league. Joe Cardo is a prime example, scores your goals, gets you out of the league. And gets to you where you want to be, and it's difficult for the, the, those other teams to compete at that level. We we killed it this year. We're flying. Here's a late tackle there. God, this may well be the first yellow card on Haring. Very late, just overruns the ball. Was it was it Butcher? No, uh, is Robson. It Robson is it isn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, you see this Willow. He's so late. Oof, mm. Just charges into him. I only um, said Butcher because he's he's quite often the first in the book. Has he even playing the day actually? That night when we had. Um, Tony Watt and it was Andy Halday was with on the show and I thought I wonder if we've ever had two current players on at the same time I'd probably not so I thought I'm going to take advantage of them uh, start a little bit of debate about you know who's the quickest in the league who's the strongest in the league who's the most skilled and so on and so forth um, Andy said Peter Haring his own teammate uh, was the slowest in the league for sure um, but you can always dig out your own teammates and I'm not sure you can do it the same when it's another team so maybe there was a bit of uh, a bit of uh, humour in there Because Tony Watt picked one of his former teammates He went for, for Declan Gallagher as well Yeah, he's uh, big deck <laughs> He's not known for his blistering pace It, was, a, it was an interesting debate though Because you know, like I said Probably never had two current players at the same time So who's the quickest? They were a bit sp- Andy just kept sticking up for his own teammates He went Ginelli Tony Watt went Martin Boyle Oh Martin mm, Boyle, Boyle with I doubt must be the without quickest Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would Kyle go now come into that um, kind of Quickest Sharp, no, no. but we talking pure, you know, oh, what, outright what, pace. What, 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 again, what does that boil? Didn't mm. we were saying that with Dazzler because yeah, you, we were talking about you know over a period the, like twenty yards. I can't remember frightening. what the rules were. I think we said hundred meters was probably too long, but we were talking you know a proper sprint where you really get forty get the legs opened get up going, and get yeah. going. I think boil would take some time. Yeah, played against him a few times. Everybody's quick to you, but do you think he could run fifty yards before diving? Oh. Oh. Peter Pollitt suspended today On the back of that dive last week yes, for Dundee yeah. United. Well, What was the other one you just scored in Ireland? I'm interested in this, I like this Do you want to just listen at the time? I thought Wednesday was your bath night Niagara Falls night What yeah, are you doing I, in the I bath? Was actually in the bath. Who was on? I thought, listen, uh, Holiday also, and, and Tony Watt We also Tony did um, Who's the yeah. What did we do? Who, who is the was, it, was the best player in the league ultimately? On oh the, on that's day. good Andy went Ryan Kent I was going to say Andy would have went a Rangers player all day Tony went for Eddie. James Forrest I think I feel like just sticking That's up his pal pals, yeah, it's a pal. Is, it, is it Tony's pal is it? Well they came through the ranks together didn't Doesn't they? Mean well, Tony was signed obviously but they, Did they were the, at the club together um, I played with a lot of players I don't like Who's the biggest moaner That's when their eyes really lit up yeah. there with loads They just started throwing various <laughs> names out Biggest moaner um, I would have a few names for that Would you? But um, one, one, two or three They said that <laughs> They said that um, one, <laughs> of, one of them gave it to Derek McInnes's Aberdeen side Said they were all very, very chirpy uh, Who else was up there? Um, the usual names were thrown about Stephen Naismith But he's not playing anymore as he's now a coach Yeah, At Hearts um, Scott yeah. Brown get a shout for being Yeah, I think we went biggest wind-up merchant as well So I think guys like them featured uh, Andy went Alan McGregor for biggest moaner Actually again, oh, bit yeah. of an open he goal that one, isn't yeah. it? He, he likes to moan about it. If it's a throw in He's right out 40 mm. yards out moan about it mm. uh, Falkirk, Don't mind that Falkirk nil Queen's Park One Simon Murray 36 minutes Again if you're talking Good signings for A certain level He would fall into that Wouldn't he Yeah well He was a signing When I was at Breakin And I was amazed That he went to Queen's Park But then you find a wee bit You know the Money. backstory Of how it is And uh, he's been great for them uh, Interestingly Is that 
Is that an away game for Queen's Park? Are they not sharing a stadium or where Queen's Park playing at the Falkirk Stadium? Well, no. Lesser Hamden. For Hill, is it not? Is it for Hill? Yeah, it's not just down the road. Is it? Okay, I, I thought with, they were. Both, I thought they were at. An F. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought you they might, were at the Falkirk Stadium maybe is, last season. You might be right, and Roger Hannah will tell me. All I'm basing that on was. It was at Firhill when they played in the League Cup group stages, okay. the Motherwell game. Okay, I stand corrected. Pretty sure it was. Um, it was. And if I turn out to be right, I'll be the first one on. <laughs> That's why I'm not going in too strong. <laughs> I will later on no, when I, I find I out that they, I'm right. But, but uh, Ali Gregor says this show is a different level of entertainment when there's <laughs> nay goals. Superb, says Ali. It's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Ali <laughs> There's no goals. You've just got to improvise. Of course you have. And I feel like every you, you, you always do the, the Scottish thing Down in England mm-hmm. You have to say that David Moyes is doing an incredible oh. job At West Ham I watched him the other night The boy up top uh, Antonio Antonio oh, Powerful man Top what this season? How top. high can they go? I, I would say West They Ham. could probably get Fifth or sixth best Can't go any higher now right though wouldn't it? Without doubt oh. yeah. Fifth With or sixth Fifth would be so Where did they finish last season? It was around there, yes uh, Sixth Was it sixth or seventh? Yeah, seventh or eighth probably But it's hard to, You know, you think about Some of the top teams You've got your top four And then you've got uh, A couple of big hitters Out with that Yeah, I mean Leicester Do you know? just consider them As top as, four? As part of that You t- you put top, uh, Leicester in the top four? Uh, not this year, no No, because you get Chelsea, Man City, Man U Right away uh, Yeah, well it looks as if Arsenal won't be anywhere near it Liverpool, Liverpool as well yeah. your top uh, four Tottenham Spurs would come into the reckoning Harry Kane still there yep uh, David Goodwill he's made it Clyde 2 Cove Rangers nil. I think there was another one what I wanted result? to that tell you about that's a surprise uh, yeah yeah Yep, Cove very good. I mean, I, I've said a number of times how West Ham were sixth last year. Sixth last year, Leicester well, fifth. Yeah. I think they could probably do that again. A lot of it goes down. I, you know, obviously there was a lot of speculation about Edward Mark. That was I, it. That's what I was going to say. Thanks for reminding me. Everton have just scored, and it, that's what I was. I meant to say. Strong suggestion last night. Yeah. Sky, amongst others, reporting that uh, Everton are going to ask the question. Well, I actually, th- I actually thought that uh, West Ham would be a potential one as well because. Antonio always gets injured He's injury prone down at West Ham mm. He would be ideal To, to fight you for You know what's spot. always fascinating You just said there Gordon When And I, I heard the story last night as well Everton are going to ask the question Or they're going to inquire Surely Surely that's not hard Or or what question are they asking The obvious How much do you want from him Or or what does a deal look like yeah, To well, get I mean, him There away? were reports as well If you remember earlier in the window That it was his personal demands That were were putting some clubs off And it's picked up a little bit of pace In the last few days Ruben Kazan and Bordeaux Rumoured to be willing to match Each other's offer Of round about 15 To 16 million pounds Does he really want to go to Kazan But 15 million pounds For a player they they paid 9 million pounds for And they've got a, a large portion of that I think yeah. 15 for a, so anyone in the last year of their contract is Perhaps And you've got yeah. to remember you can't just say that Because Everton's going to match the, the price that Celtic want That the boy wants to go to Everton He might not see Everton as a club he wants to go and play with I, I've got a funny feeling right Big and, club dazzler I know I, I'm not arguing that uh, Alec But I've got a funny feeling with Edward just now is The window closes I think he'll still be at Celtic There you are uh, Second um, well, Would you reckon Willow? Uh, Not for me I think he'll be well, away Well I'll tell you what boys See you I, next Saturday Yeah I think I will uh, be having a phone call with these Because that's uh, <laughs> insider again Norwich 1 Leicester 1 Timo Pukki remember him He has equalised Peter Haring's just missed a sitter From Michael Smith's cross Hearts close I was too slow to get, to react Because you know he's not got <laughs> much pace the slowest player in the league <laughs> yeah. Apparently Oh what a tackle <laughs> 
it's that big Edwards that. there yeah. we're just going to see a, a rerun of that chance I think Peter Haring to just try and look at it again and see how, how big a chance it was I actually think yeah, it was John Suter's cross yeah. I think it's John Suter with the cross was it not? yeah, yeah it was. Suter with a cross he should score Let's not kid ourselves on Let's not give the guy Any excuses That ball should be in the back See if that was you Dazzle Or you be spinning I, away I think, I think even Wilson Would have scored that I, I think <laughs> you'd have scored it Ali I've, You hit the target What do you mean even had a score that? I scored it, a ball well, load you, I don't think you were A great header of the ball Believe me No I don't think you were um, I've heard <laughs> He's a lot basing of that On absolutely nothing <laughs> no, as well. He well, can't well, remember But <laughs> That ball in there Has got the pace on it Everything Just guide about, it back Where it just, came from Just header it Into the direction of goals And you get your goal Get your reward It was a poor miss Right I f- didn't even realise Time flies when you're having fun uh, The half time whistles Have started to go already It's half time At Firhill Andrew McLean Yeah Partick Thistle 1 Morton nil. The half time score Here at Firhill An early Kevin Holt header has the host ahead in this championship clash. This was first opportunity came six minutes in. Zach Rudden hit a dipping shot around 30 yards out. Jack Hamilton had to tip that one round the post for a corner. But from that corner, Kevin Holt got his head on it and the ball seemed to go in slow motion as it looked into the top corner for the opening goal. A few minutes later, Jack Hamilton pulled off a brilliant save at his near post to deny Scott Tiffany, who was bearing down on goal. It all got a bit scrappy after that, though, and despite part of this all being dominant on the ball, they found themselves frustrated in the final third. Brian Graham letting a couple of his teammates know he wasn't happy at the lack of service. They did get another couple of chances before the break, though. Zach Rudden took in a Stuart Bannigan pass really well on the box. He evaded one challenge, but his shot went over the bar, and then Brian Graham also couldn't find the target from Richard Foster's cross late in the half. Gus McPherson's side not really in this one, so far but still only a goal in it the half time score at Farhill as Patrick Thistle 1 Morton nil. good first half for the Jags penalty at Tannadice we're just going to get a rerun of it make sure um, we can get a second look at the incident well, I'll tell you what it's already been dispatched Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com but it was at the second attempt Liam Boyce it took him two bites at it he does eventually score that's the important bit and right on the stroke of half time Dundee United nil. Hearts won uh, It was Ryan Edwards I think On former yeah. Dundee United winger Gary Mackay-Steven Pulled him back in the box Any complaints Mark Wilson? I don't think there's any doubts about that Mackay-Steven Juggles the ball Over his head He gets a wee bit of a break And he looks like he's away from him And Edwards I think falls clumsily Edwards uh, uh, Edwards <laughs> <laughs> Falls clumsily And he brings down Mackay-Steven That's the same That's the same time I've done that yeah. Edwards Yeah Edwards. So, yeah, I, I think it's no more than Hearts deserve, though. Well, what a way to end the half. It's half-time. David Freel eventually came to life. Yeah, half-time. Dundee United nil. Hearts won. I was just about to say the game of the day had failed to deliver, but it really exploded to, into life just before the break there with Liam Boyce converting his penalty at the second attempt to give Hearts the lead. United fans jeered Robbie Nielsen before the game, but right now it's the Hearts fans who are cheering at the break. Both teams have played some nice stuff in the perfect Tannadice pitch, but I think Hearts have been the better team. Their first chance fell to John Suter in 19 minutes. The big Hearts defender was leaning back when Boyce headed a corner into his path and he fired wildly over the bar. Hearts had mostly been limited to long-range efforts. Haring fired over, Michael Smith had a shot wide as well, but United then, who had been quiet in the final third, had a good chance when Nicky Clark played in Jamie Robson. His left foot shot had power, but Craig Gordon showed why he's about to become Scotland number one again with a really good save. Up the other end in about 40 minutes, it should have been 1-0 when Suter crossed in and Haring missed a sitter of a header heading wide, but just before the break there was a drama. 
Ryan Edwards as Gordon Dale calls him hold down Gary McKay Stephen Greg Aitken pointed to the spot and Liam Boyce's penalty was saved by Trevor Carson but he was there to roll in the rebound half time at Tannadice Dundee United nil. Hearts 1 you've got to feel sorry for Trevor Carson it's a great penalty save and uh, Liam Boyce puts in the rebound I don't think we've got half time anywhere else yet we've got three minutes of added time going on at Hibs Livy not heard yet from Roger Hanna either to say that it's half time there. What about the half time teaser? I'm building some suspense. I'm going to do that after the break. See, I'm going to do it with the half time score. So, are you too confident that you've oh, got them all? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You sure? Yes. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, let's see how we go. Half time at Fir Park, Motherwell against Dundee, watched by Roger Hanna. Yeah, Motherwell won Dundee nil at the break But the Steelmen fortunate to be ahead They were under the cosh for the majority of the first half And scored almost, really against the runner playing almost With their first attack into Dundee territory Did he start in really brightly? Although they were stopped in their tracks When Max Anderson's early pass hit referee Willie Collum And he had to stop the game and bring it back Luke McCowan was next to threaten for Dundee Feeding the ball inside to Paul McMullen after 18 minutes he looked up, sent a curling shot past the home goalkeeper Liam Kelly, but it rebounded off the underside of the bar and came down and flew away to safety. Dundee's momentum it was interrupted after 29 minutes. Captain Charlie Adam just sat down in the pitch off the ball, Gordon. Looked quite uh, injured, well, he was injured. Uh, extensive treatment eventually. He had to take off the armband, handed to Jordan McGee, and on came Paul McGowan, who, of course, scored that late equaliser against Hibs at Dens last Sunday. And that just seemed to change the momentum of the game, losing Adam. Tony Watt beginning to exert an influence up front. Mullerwood trying to get up the park. And they took the lead after 34 minutes. There was a foul on the near side, just in front of the dugouts, and just in the Malazor. Jake Carroll came over to take it on the right hand side, in swinging with his left foot, and there was Tony Watch a glance ahead of beyond Adam Lakeson's and inside the far post. That really did knock Motherwell into life. Ricky Laney, he headed over after 43 minutes after a quick short corner routine in the left-hand side. Then just before the break, a flashpoint in D assistant manager Dave McKay, booked by referee Colum. He had missed a clear handball by Malazor. A frustrated Sean Byrne was then penalised for a foul. There were then words exchanged in front of the dugouts and McKay landed a yellow card. But Dundee, they finished in the front foot deep into added time at the end of the first half. Jordan McGee, the stand-in captain, made progress down the left, stood up a decent cross to the back post. There was Liam Fontaine. He planted his header back across goalkeeper Kelly. But unfortunately for the visitors, just inches past the far post. Could still be some football left in this one, Gordon. Motherwell 1, Dundee 0. Let's go to Easter Road. It's half-time between Hibbs and Livingston. Fraser Wishart. Hibernian nil, Livingston nil, been a real struggle for Hibs in particular. Livingston have got the tactics spot on, 4-5-1, conceding territory, making it difficult for Hibs to break down. Hibs then began to settle, putting Livingston pressure on the back four. Martin Boyle is always threatening with his pace. Should have done better with one chance, particularly delayed his shot, slipped in the box and the ball trickled wide. But 20 minutes had passed without striking and Livy goal having made the save. And Livy at this point fairly comfortable at the back. Happy to sit back and hit on the break and allow Hibbs possession. A couple of nice touches from Nisbet was the only things we'd seen from the Scotland striker. McGuinness was tidy in midfield. The Hibbs fans beginning to show the frustrations as a half-hour mark passed. Boyle then set up James Scott in the box and rather than shoot, first time the striker took a touch, was immediately surrounded by three Livy defenders and the chance was gone. Nisbet's first sight of goal came the 32nd minute half chance. He flicked a Boyle cross goalward and it was deflected off Overlie and over the bar. That signalled the pressure 
on the levy goal from Hibernian. A number of crosses cleared by Obelai and Fitzwater. Jimmy Murphy then got lashed onto a loose ball. Should have done better. 14 yards out, but miss kicked his shot. But that was it in terms of chances. Although a couple of blows on half-time. One for either team. Jimmy Murphy hit the ground in frustration on the far side. And he limped off with what looks like yet another muscle injury. And Bruce Anderson, who'd taken a heavy knock in a challenge with, with uh, McGregor earlier on, he limped off as well with Jack Hamilton coming on. Not been great so far. The game, Hibs, this game and Hibs sorry, need a goal to get things going. But Livingston, they'll be absolutely delighted the way the first half has gone so far. Half-time at Easter Road, Hibernian nil, Livingston nil. Going to give you the half-time scores very soon indeed. And the first half teaser, Mark Wilson asked you. After Christopher Ayers moved, to, moved from Celtic to Brentford, he became the 10th paid transfer from Celtic to an English Premiership side since the 11-12 season. Name the previous nine. I'm going to give you the answers and announce the winner next. The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership Halftime it is Motherwell 1, Dundee 0, Hibs 0 Livingston 0, Dundee United 0, Hearts 1 We do have lots of games down the divisions as well So we'll give you a full rundown of the scores in the championship Dunfermline 0 Arbroath 2 Kilmarnock 0 Inverness 1 Partick Thistle 1 Morton 0 Queen of the South 0 Hamilton Ackies 0 In Scottish League 1 It's Clyde 2 Cove Rangers 0 East Fife 0 Peterhead 0 Falkirk 0 Queen's Park 1 And Montrose 0 Dumbarton 2 In Scottish League 2 Cowden Beath 1 Annan Athletic 0 Forford Athletic 0 Stranraer 0 Stenhouse Muir 1 Kelty Hearts 2 and Stirling Albion nil, Albion Rovers nil. This seems like as good a time as any Mark Wilson to round this off. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. After Christopher Ayers move from Celtic to Brentford He became the 10th paid transfer from Celtic To an English Premiership side since season 2011 and 2012 Name the previous nine They were Kieran Tierney Stuart Armstrong Adam Matthews Virgil van Dijk Fraser Foster Joe Edley Victor Wanyama Gary Hooper And Ki Sung Young Tofi Get every one of them Everyone yes. well I'll tell you what You weren't as quick as these guys A great response out there Ryan McDonald in third place And We reckon Ryan could have Got higher up the podium If he didn't write out He did full names Some people just went Dude, surnames but Ryan was typing the full names out So he's, he's Attention to detail was good He's in third place Second place Celtic okay And the winner Of the first half teaser Was Pedro McSherry Well done to you Pedro You're the winner yeah. And we'll have a Who Am I very soon indeed. So we've given you the halftime scores. We have given you the answers to the first half teaser. The second half, so coming up next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 